All right, this is it. My name's Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 204 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. Radically off, uh, uh, off, uh, off schedule. <laughs> also, I cannot talk. There's a, there's a myriad of problems that um, I'm dealing with here. I don't know. Well, I can tell you why. I don't. I don't want to get into it. But there's there's reasons why I'm off so far off schedule. Also, I don't know how I managed to do this, but I, I, I recorded the Patreon episode last Friday, which is almost a week ago as I record this one, and I um. You know, I got it back the next day. Zip sent it back to me, all edited up and polished, and ready to be released upon the world. And I forgot to I forgot to upload it. Like I don't know how. I think that's the first time I've ever done that. So that concerns me. I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on. But um, anyway, I finally uploaded it today. It's about the Beatles. Uh, I went down this Beatles rabbit hole. I won't go into it, but if you want to listen to it, it's about the uh, early Beatles, how they recorded their first album in like one day. They were young, and I was just comparing, you know, those guys to the, you know, what they accomplished versus what I was accomplishing at that age. (laughs) And um, I also talked at length about their original drummer, Pete Best is his name, which they shit-canned like right before Beatlemania broke out. I mean, he was with them for two years, and they were like, no, you're done, you know. Also, uh, we're going we're gonna to conquer the entire world. We're going to change the culture, become iconic characters that people will be uh, referencing for 500 years, but you're out. You know, go back, go back to Liverpool, work in a shoe store, hell with it, you know. Anyway, so if you want to listen to that episode, it's 203, available over on the Patreon side. Patrons only, if you want to be a patron, if you want to listen to that episode and a whole bunch of others, it's easy to do. Just sign up for a four dollar or more monthly donation, and you have you gain instant access to episode two hundred three and all the previous episodes that are already in the can. There's probably about a hundred of them. Also, any new ones as they're released every week, not every month. That's for suckers. Every week, get an extra episode for patrons only. So if you want to do that, head on over to patreon.com slash jeffk. Sign up for a $4 or more. Don't forget the or more. But $4 will do it. Put it on a credit card. You won't notice it. It comes out every at the beginning of every month. You won't notice it because it's $4. And you'll get four, You'll get, you'll get an, an episode every week extra. It helps me out a great deal, too, if you care about that side of it. So anyway, um, so anyway, uh, today I have a few things jotted down as usual. Um, I moved my my job. Okay, I, I don't talk about work much, but I was at I, I sat at this desk. God, I'm like, uh, ooh, uh, uh, ooh, you know, <laughs> what is it? I don't know what the hell's going on with me. But anyway, I had a, I had a desk at my job for like six years, for the last six years or so. 
And um, and then recently, one day I went in. They said, "Hey, we're going to redo this whole. We're going to do redo this whole uh, re- office." Seriously, I can't talk. All right, let me let me take a breath. See if I can get this shit recalibrated a little bit. Um, anyway, um, I came in to work one day. It was a Monday, I think, and they said, "All right, uh, we're going to redo this office." Yeah, it's a big room where all the, all the supervisors sit. Each of us have a cubicle in there. Sat in there for six years, and um, they said we're going to redo this thing. Jeff, you're out. You're going to move to your own. We're going to eventually move to your own office. Well, I'm going to share it with a, my counterpart. So we're we're going to be jettisoned off. We're not going to be in the supervisor office anymore. We're going to have our own space. All right. So they said so. Your room's not ready yet, so we're going to temporarily move you to this other desk. You know, it'll probably be, I don't know, two months before the... So, you know, I had to move real fast. Moved to the moved up into this weird desk. Basically, I went up there, and um, there was somebody else sitting there. All his shit was there. I'm like, what is this? You know, and he was like, he hadn't been in there since COVID. He's been working from home. I was like, what is... What in the hell? You know, I'm supposed to move to to a desk where where he's got uh, go there. There's like pictures of his kids. You know, I'm like I don't know what am I supposed to do. I mean, this is, this is bullshit, man. So I sent him an IM. I sent him an instant message, and I said, "Hey, uh, you know, I told him the whole story." He goes, "All right, I'll come in tomorrow and clean it out." So he came, he did. He came in, and I'm so I moved in there. They said it was going to be a couple months. I got all my shit set up. I got all the files moved over. I got them into the file cabinets, and I. Got everything organized. I got it set up the way I like it. I'm kind of particular. I'm a little nutty, a little nutty when it comes to. I mean, people say your desk is so neat. Why? How do you keep it? Everything. In it? I don't know. That's just the way I like it. You know. I don't know. I've always been that way. So I got it all set up the way I like it. And then, like two days later, they said, "All right, your room's ready." <laughs> I was like, "What the?" You know, if I knew it was going to be two days, I would. <laughs> I wouldn't have taken anything out of the boxes. I'd have just put my laptop and just, you know, I wouldn't even had the guy move his stuff. I would just, I would have just moved aside, you know, his shit and just put my laptop there and then I would have wrote out the two days and it would have, you know, but anyway, so now I'm in my permanent room with, um, you know, it's nice. It's got a window. It's nice. It's, it's cooler over there. It's, it's much, it's much better. All right. But I'm in a different part of the, part of the building. So I have, uh, people popping in that did not pop in before because I'm in close proximity to them now. I had this guy stop in the, stop in there the other day. He was going on and on about cicadas, right? Down down in Wilkesbury. Not not up here yet, but down in Wilkesbury, they're getting like the cicadas are like running wild, you know? Yeah, when I when I go down there, when I drive down there and park and I get out of my car, you could hear the cicadas up in the woods. It's just going, it's like real loud. It's like, what? This is like creepy and freaky, you know? Those things are like, I don't know, they're in a, they're in a mating frenzy, you know? I guess they come out of the ground every 17 years, have some kind of wild bug orgy, and then just die. I don't know. I don't know what the point of him is. So he came in there. He's like fascinated. He was telling me a whole 
bunch of scientific background. He's been doing all this reading. I don't know. I don't understand how people. I mean, I I can't criticize anybody because I, I I get obsessed about stupid shit too. I'm not saying the cicadas are stupid, but eh, it's not really my thing. But anyway, he comes in there and he's like, gives me a ten minute history lesson, you know, on a scientific uh, breakdown of the cicadas, how that shit works. And he told me it's on an East Coast thing mostly. Uh, they don't have any out West. I don't know. I said, how about other countries? They have them? And he goes, I don't know. I'm going to have to do more, further research on that. He couldn't answer. I stumped him, which I don't think he liked. But anyway, so these, these, these bugs, you know, they every 17 years, I guess he, he told me that they come out of the ground every 17 years. They mate. And it's the males making that noise. That you know, it sounds... I mean, it's freaky sounding, and how loud it is. It's crazy. And um, they come out of the ground, and they make that noise. They're trying to attract a mate, and then they get it on, I guess. The the, the female lays lays their eggs on, like, uh, leaves and shit. He said they lay, they lay their up in the trees. They lay their eggs on, the, on, on, the, uh, on leaves. Those things eventually hatch. They go straight into the ground, burrow into the ground, and uh, stay there for 17 years. <laughs> and then they come back out and um, start all over again. I said, what's the point of this? He goes, why, why does there have to be a point? I said, don't you think there would be a point? I mean, so what are they, I mean, what are they good for? What do they do for us? She goes, not, not everything's about you and me, Jeff. I was like, what is this, philosophy now? We're moving into philosophical I said, well, I don't understand. I said, I said, I always say, what's the point of these uh, these gnats that fly up your ass and in your nose and in your ears and mowing the lawn? You hear this, you know that stuff. Sorry for all the sound effects. God, that's <laughs> not usually that's not the way I am. But anyway, you know they get in your ear and all that stuff. But I think that I think bats eat those things. I think they're food for bats. I don't know what the reason bats are here for. Anyway, I said, what's the point of all this? And he goes, well, there, why, why does there have to be a point? It's like, all right, Nostradamus. So, or, well, not Nostradamus, well, uh, so, uh, Socrates, whatever, Socrates, Socrates. You know, I don't, I don't know, whatever. And, um, but anyway, it's, it's a freaky thing. You, he, we were looking out the window, you know, and you could see the things like flying through the air. I think it's only going to get worse, too. I mean, it's just starting down in Wilkes-Barre. And they haven't even made it up here to where we live. But, you know, give it a week, and they'll be they'll be flying around down here. I'll be mowing the lawn, a big-ass bug flying in my mouth. I said, do they, I said, are they, do they do anything to you? They hurt you? No, they don't, they don't do it. I said, do they eat, don't they eat crops or something? Like, just strip trees of all the, no, those are locusts. Like, I don't know. I thought those were locusts. No, no, no. It's like, I don't know what the... Whatever. I said, okay. But um, if you live somewhere where the cicadas, man, that's it, is that freaky or what? I can remember when I was a kid, I can remember the, like the husk of these things stuck to the side of a tree. It's like the... I don't know. It's like... I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's just like a shell or something shaped like a big bug stuck to a tree. But the innards are gone. Like, what happened? I don't understand. That stuff's weird, man. Anyway, are you, are, do you live in cicada country? You, are you with me on this thing? 
kind of weird. I don't like it. I don't like the sounds, and it, it kind of makes me uneasy, you know. And I, I don't guess they cause any harm, but um, I don't like giant bugs flying around, you know. I don't. It's not, you know. If you give me a give me a yes or no on that thing, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go gonna go no, you know, all day long. Um, also, a work thing yesterday. I got, uh, they called me and said, hey, uh, since I'm not in there anymore, you know, and I'm starting to, I noticed, well, anyway, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go down that road. But anyway, they said, we're going to order burgers from uh, this uh, Market Street Burger. I said, what the hell's that? I never heard of that before in my life. Market Street Burger? Yeah, it's a new place over in uh, Kingston. I said, all right, well, sounds good. And I said, is there a menu? So I looked at the menu, and things got all kinds of stuff on there. I just went with the classic burger. It's kind of expensive. You know, it's a little little pricey. And um, I said, I'll just go with the classic, you know. And um, so uh, they called it in, and um, the woman who was calling in, she had me. She called me on, my, on her cell phone. She, she had the, the restaurant on. On her desk phone, she goes, Jeff, there's all kinds of, this thing that you ordered has all kinds of options. I don't go down the list. I was like, all this stuff, all this weird stuff, all this bread. Do you want brioche? I was like, what the? I said, I don't, I said, how about just burger bread? (coughs) She goes, Jeff, there's there's nothing called burger bread. I said, just normal shit, like a sesame seed bun. All right, I don't know. She goes, all right, that's one of the options. And then she listed this big, long list of, toppings it, it went on and on and on one of the things was bacon jelly i said what is that i said that sounds gross i said i like je-. she goes do you want it or not because i got the restaurant on the other <laughs> i start going off on some kind of you know tangent like i do here i said bacon jelly i've never even heard that phrase before in my life you know I said, just give me lettuce, tomato, uh, onions. You know, what kind of onions? There's like five different options. I was like, I don't, I'm, uh, caramelized, caramelized onions. Okay, do you want, uh, do, do, you, do you want a, a, areola? What is it? <laughs> Aeola? A, area? I said, I don't know what that is, but no. Uh, it sounds garlic. That, I mean, I don't know. Everything seems garlic to me. I said, just lettuce, tomato, uh, caramelized onions. That's good for me, you know, on, on a sesame seed bun. All right. I mean, it's like so complicated, right? So complicated. So the food, somebody goes to pick it up. I don't know. I don't know how it gets back to the office. And um, I go back into the supervisor's office, back where I used to sit. They haven't turned my badge off yet. <laughs> I figured they'd cut it off so it wouldn't be allowed access in there. But so far, I'm allowed in there. We sat down, I'm like, oh, God, it's hot in here. Start bitching up a storm. It's like, hey, well, it's not as fancy pants as your new office, you know. It was, a, you know, it was like, you got that right. So, so I ate the burger. It was fantastic. Man, that thing was kicking. The fries were decent. They probably would have been great when they were hot. It was along the lines of Five Guys. It was a Five Guys uh, style burger you know and um so anyway so we ate them they were good they were really good and they were like and then the, the conversation starts uh which one you like better this or five guys so i don't know i like them both so now you gotta pick one i'm like why why do i have to i don't know you know i don't know why i have to pick one 
So I like this. This was fantastic. Even though there are way too many options, I feel like the options were too much. It was like when you go to the grocery, like when you go to the grocery store or whatever, or a Target or Walmart to get like uh, toiletries, you know, like toothpaste or whatever. And you stand there, you walk in there. Usually, I just tell Tony, I said, "Listen, I, I need, I need some. Can you put toothpaste on the on the list next time you go to the grocery store? Grab me a tube of toothpaste." I mean, that's generally the way I do it. Every once in a while, the timing is off, and I have to go do it myself, and I go. So I go to Target, usually, and I'm, like, standing there in front of this great wall of oral hygiene, you know. It's like, what in the, what in the hell? What, why so many? (laughs) I mean, I don't, what is the difference between these? There's, like, there must be literally, like, 40 different kinds of Crest toothpaste. It's like, why are there so many? It's like I don't know. My my brain is like I mean, shorting out on me because there's so many options. Like I don't understand. So anyway, it felt like that. It felt like that. Too many options. The burger itself, that shit was kicking. You know, I have nothing bad to say about the burger itself. The whole thing was good. Kind of expensive, but that's what you get when the Five Guys and in those type places, right? So. Uh, they were like, you have to pick one or the other. I said, I, I, I can't, I'm not prepared to make a decision. I said, I will never say anything negative against Five Guys. That's what you're wanting me to say. If you want me to say this is better than Five Guys, I think that's what they wanted me to say. This is better than Five Guys. I think that's what they wanted for some reason. I mean, it's like uh, human nature. They build something up and then start tearing it down. You know what I'm saying? So everybody's like, oh, my God, Five Guys. When it first came out, you know, everybody's like, oh, my God. Now, this is better than Five Guys, right? Five Guys, I don't know. They're resting on their laurels. I love Five Guys, whatever. People shit on it, but I think it's a fantastic burger. Their fries, eh, I don't know. (laughs) They're all right. Way too many. I mean, it's like, God. But anyway, so it's like you have to pick one or the other. And I wouldn't do it. I said, I have room enough in my heart to love both of them. All right. It's the same thing with those chicken sandwiches. Everybody's like, you got, they're better, better than Chick-fil-A, right? I'm like, I don't know about that. And I said, I don't know. I won't. I mean, last night I wouldn't give an answer, right? Because I, I don't know. I like them both, right? I like them both. I can't say I like one better than the other. I just like them both. They were both good, right? These chicken sandwiches, where everybody's coming out with these chicken sandwiches, like uh, like uh, the KFC and uh, the Popeyes and Burger King. I think McDonald's has one. Everybody's like shooting, you know, taking shots at the Chick Fil A. And um, it's like no, uh, uh-uh, not better, not better. Chick Fil A is the best, you know. So at least in that case, I'm able to give them an answer and satisfies them. Why do people have to have why why you have to choose sides on this this stuff, and especially when it comes to like fast food and stuff like that? Well, why 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 are you required to pick sides? You have to. It's like boring to them. It's boring to people if you won't pick a side. But I, I'm not prepared to. When it comes to those chicken sandwiches, there's a clear winner, and that's the classic Chick Fil A. That Popeyes thing sucks. That thing's like so salty. I feel like I'm about ready to have a frickin' full-on stroke after eating one of those things. The KFC one, no. I don't know. Not good. I mean, it's all right. None of them are terrible. 
I mean, I'm not saying they're terrible. I had, to, I think I had the McDonald's one. I mean, it was like a straight up rip off of Chick Fil A. I mean, you know, it was fine. But the chick, every time I have the Chick Fil A, I was like, I'm, I'm like, damn, this thing's good, man. This thing is so good, you know, every time. And then, and then it's like, ah, sorry. But it's like when you're eating it. It's like, holy mackerel, this thing is so good. This is the pinnacle of the chicken sandwich right here. And then it's like, do you want Chick-fil-A? It's always crowded. It's a hassle. It's a hassle to get it. You have to go through hell, Uh, you know, low-grade hell, to get one of those sandwiches. But uh, So that's enough to be like, eh. I don't know. I don't really want to go through that. <laughs> if somebody else is going for it, I'm all in, you know. But anyway, there's always one. People always want you to pick sides on this stuff. I'm not prepared. To, I'm not saying anything negative against Five Guys. I love the Five Guys. Their burgers are solid, and uh, the, that Market Street burger, I mean, also solid. So thumbs up, two greasy thumbs up from Jeff K on both those, baby. <laughs> what else I have here? Um, I used to listen. This is something. I used to listen to uh, a lot of British talk radio back. Back when I used to have, uh, I was able to listen to like, I had like ten hours a day, of where I could listen to stuff, you know. And I used to listen to this uh, guy in England named Clive Bull. I got obsessed with him. He had a great show, and um, it was lo- it was on late at night. There's actually a documentary about him, and. Um, He's been on forever, but um, so this was maybe like back when I worked at Wea Wea here, here in town here. When I worked at Warner Home Video inside that Wea building, and I would listen to his show every day, and um, it was like uh, they're five hours ahead of us. So you know, and he get, he's on late at night. He's the overnight guy, sorta. So I would listen to him, and he, it was great. And he it was like he he wasn't he didn't take himself seriously. He's like smart, subdued, but biting, you know. And, uh, and these people, all these people, these middle of the middle of the night call-in radio is fantastic, you know. So um, I got super obsessed with it. And he would have these topics, you know, that were like, I mean, none of it was serious, you know. And um None of it was political, and uh, and you get these cab drivers calling in and truck drivers and stuff, or and and just like misfits and you know all these people. I loved it. I was like obsessed with it. It was great. And then at some point, this radio station said all the shows had to be topical, you know, about something that's going on in the news. They made him change his show. And I kind of, I still listened here and there, but um, I kind of got away from it. It was great when they just let him do the show the way he wanted to do it. It was fantastic. He had these regular callers would call in, and they're like these eccentrics. Oh, it was great radio. And then they made him start doing stuff that was in the headlines. Like everybody on the station had to, right? But anyway, so I listened to hundreds, thousands of hours of British talk radio back in the you know, probably like 2000 to 2007 in that era, and um, and I still dabble. Every once in a while, I drop in, listen to it through the app, and um, 
you know. But um, so 2000, 2007, and I, and I listened to all this conversation, all these conversations with these, you know, the, with Clyde Bull and all his callers. And it was people in London mostly or surrounding areas, you know. And um, there are phrases that the Brits use that are now in 2021. Well, some of them have been around a while. I'm not saying they're new. But there were, there were phrases that were not common in the U.S. of A. back then that are now common, or Americans use it. And um, I, I have a few of them jotted down, and I, I, I want to get your thoughts on this. All right, so these are—I don't really like this, really. I mean, I hear them, well, like, well, I would listen to, I would listen to these uh, call, callers complaining about the, the, the opposite, too, about how American phrases— so it goes both ways. How American phrases are uh, starting to, you know, bleed into uh, the way Brits talk, you know. So it goes both ways. But here's a few things. I just jotted these down off the top of my head. No worries. Everybody says that all the time. That was not common, I don't know, 10 years ago in the U.S. You know, it's like, uh, oh, thanks for uh, thanks for going to Chick-fil-A, pick that shit up so I don't have to, uh, you know, go through the pain of go, sitting in that line all no worries, you know. That's not. See, that's another. That's 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 a Brit thing. That's British. <laughs> and now it's like infiltrated. It's like fully entrenched in the U.S. The way we talk over here, uh, gutted. That's you don't hear that as often. But um, it's like, oh my God, did you hear the news? I was gutted. I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's a little pretentious. I think that's more of a. It's not a, not used as much, right? But it is used amongst the pretentious. You know what I'm saying? That's more of a, a hipster thing. All right. Um, at the end of the day, when I listened to that, when I first started listening to that thing, it, was like, it seemed like every single person said, well, at the end of the day, you know, we um, you got, you know, whatever. <laughs> you got to pick, you got to pick one of the toothpastes. You can't, you know, you got to pick one of them at the end of the day. I know there's too many of them. There's like a wall. It's like, it's like the Great Wall of China. But at the end of the day, you got to pick one, right? That's what I was like. Good lord, man! They use that phrase all the time. Now people here use it. You know, it didn't take long. It took—I mean, it took—it took a while. It's—I hear it all the time. You know, and nobody ever said that because it stuck out when I was listening to it a long time ago. I was like, "That's nobody says that." You know, but these people say it like. All the time. All right. Anyway, what else? Uh, you know, recently you get the uh, vaccine. They call it a jab over there. Nobody uses that shit over here until recently. Now I hear people talk. They say, I got the jab. You know, you go, what the? That goes with that gutted. I mean, I think that's a little bit of, that's not really in common use. But there's, a you know, hipsters, people who consider themselves hipsters, they use that. Um, and the last one. If I'm being honest, that's that's another one. I never heard anybody say that before. Well, if I'm being honest, I mean, you know, that was another one that I heard all the time when I was listening to Clyde Bull back in the day, every day, when I listened to his show every day. Um, these are things that I never heard Americans use, but now I hear them common usage for the most part. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, do you have any others? I don't know. It's kind of hard because uh, you have to, you have to, you have to, uh, 
engage with the uh, the British talk radio or I guess TV, whatever. Anyway, I, I thought I'd bring that up. I had it. I, had, I was jotting down a few of them. So um, there you go. Uh, what do you think about that? Do you have any more? We're getting near the end of this thing. I'm already at the end of this thing. Um, oh, a few weeks ago, or a couple, you know, a couple episodes ago, I was I was I was uh, giving you guys the uh, the email address surfportpod <laughs> surfreportpod at gmail dot com. You know, and I said, hey, I wonder if that uh, surf, I wonder if surfreportpod dot com is available because you know surfreport is a it, it, you know. Surfers and people that live on the coast, they have to get their surf report, you know. So I don't know. I thought maybe it wouldn't be available. I checked out at the GoDaddy and um and it was available. So I I purchased it. Well, I rented it. It's not like it's not yours. I mean, it's yours for a year until you pay the fee again. It's like those. Uh, it's like you know when you buy um there were these houses out in California that we looked at. <laughs> It was a community, and they were prefab. They were prefab houses. It was like this whole neighborhood of prefab houses, and these are not like mobile homes. These are like nice. Well, I mean, I was kind of blown away. We went in these. We went in a few of them, and they were like super nice. I mean, these were not. You know, this is not like a double wide. Although there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not. I'm not shitting on the double wides, but this is. These were nice. And they had a homeowners association. They had like um, people that took care of all the the mowing and the and and all the yard work and everything. There were like flowers around all the house. You know, it was really nice. It looked nice. Then it was there was a ton of houses in there. This is in California, and um, it was nice. We, we we drove in there. It's like man, this is nice. You know, the thing about the, the thing about that is the houses were really cheap relatively, you know, like you could pay them off in five years, probably, you know, I'm not, I don't remember the exact amount, but they were like shockingly inexpensive, right? I'm not saying, you know, you know what I'm saying, compared to a a standalone, compared to a regular house, like a normal house, (laughs) you know what I mean? And, um, but so you, you could probably pay that shit off 10 years easy, you know, five years possibly. All right, which is, and they're nice. They're really nice. They're roomy. They're big, you know. But there's a there, there's a catch. You don't own the land. <laughs> you don't own the land that the house is sitting on. So for the rest of the time that you live there, you got to pay rent. You got to pay rent on the land, right? I was like, well, I don't, I was like, for a second, I was like, these things are nice, and it would, you know, it'd be, it'd be cheap, you know, rel- you know, versus a regular house, you know, it'd be even with that rental fee, it would be uh, much cheaper, and it looks really nice. The houses are nice. The neighborhood seems nice. It's like I don't, I don't like the idea of this, <laughs> you know, you know, I don't, I don't like the idea of this, but. um and we we ended up saying nah, we're, I don't I don't want any part of that. The thing about it is, we drove through all this this whole neighborhood of these prefabs, and there were lots of people had their houses up for sale. So I was like, I don't know what what's that all about, you know. 
So anyway, that's like when you buy when you when you buy a domain name. You know, you feel like you own it, but you know, every year you got to pay the fee on it, or 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 you no longer own it. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I, I bought the SurfReportPod.com, and I might try. It'll, it'll it'll be something I do over time. I'd like to have like a website where all the web where all the episodes are. It's just like a one-stop place where you can just go and get all the episodes. You can comment if you'd like, you know, and if there's any kind of news that comes up, you know, uh, podcast-related, you know, one-stop shop, you know. I mean, you know, I think that's something I'm going to push towards. So uh, I'm going to have to get a theme, which is, a you know, a WordPress theme, which cost me like, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 bucks. You know, maybe I'll start building that shit out. So, eh, some a little project. That's what I need, more stuff to do, right? So anyway, I did do that. I mentioned it recently. I was like, I wonder if that Surf Report pod, I wonder if that's available. It is. It's available. Still haven't been able to get my uh, Mockable.com, though. And um, there's another one I'm not going to mention. I'm trying to get Mockable.com. I'm still... I'm still uh, flush with, uh, with, uh, with with satisfaction and excitement about getting ads versus reality. That was a 10-year journey. About 10 years I've been trying to get that domain, and I finally snagged it. I own adsversusreality.com. Well, I, you know, I'm renting it, and, um, you know, it's exciting. Of course, I'm not doing anything with it. I just want, I just don't want somebody else to have it, you know what I'm saying? All right. We're at the end of this thing. Hope you enjoyed it. Like I mentioned at the top of this deal, if you want a, uh, more episodes, if you want an extra episode every week, double down on these Surf Report pods. You can do that by going over to patreon.com slash jeffk. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation. And if you want to call in and be a part of the part of a show, you can do that too. We got it all set up. The whole infrastructure is set up for you. We make it real easy. Pick up your cell phone and dial 570-290-8151. Again, that's 570-290-8151, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Just give me a call. If you have something to say, you have some suggestion or a comment, or if you have some more British phrases that uh, 10, 15 years ago no Americans were using, but now it's starting to creep in, give me a call, 570-290-8151. And if you want to send me an email, surfreportpod at gmail.com, and I'll look at it maybe in a few months. <laughs> and one more thing before I go. If you want to follow my expl- – this is not good. This this whole this whole lottery thing, this scratch-off, the $10 scratch-off, all right project that I got going on. I'm in week 21. It's not not going well. If you want to see the details, the the demoralizing bloody details, you can see that at, wait a minute, hang on a second, at the WBSR.com slash scratch off. You know, I'm keeping track of it. I got a spreadsheet up there. It shows you how I'm doing week by week by week. You know, every once in a while I hit I win something, but it's not it's not much money. I don't you can see. I don't want to go into it, but I'm gonna do it for fifty two weeks and I'm at twenty one. So I got a ways to go. If you wanna follow that follow that adventure, the WVSR dot com slash scratch off. Check that shit out.
my old friend Eugene, I noticed, put something up on uh, Facebook about that. He said he said I'm doing. He said somebody t- somebody told him that I'm doing it all wrong. That I need to buy three tickets at a time, like attached, like three tickets attached at a time. It's like thirty bucks a week. I don't think so. That shit's not. There's no way. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He said this. Whoever he was talking to said I'll win more because you have like a one in three, one in four chance of winning something. So theoretically, if you get three of them, you should, you know, often win something. You know, maybe it'll pay for itself. I don't know. Thirty dollars a week? There's no way. <laughs> That's just not going to happen. I'm going to stick with the original, my original proclamation. Of I'm going to buy one $10 scratch off every week for 52 weeks, and I'm going to see where I stand at the end of the 52 weeks. And uh, we'll, you know, you can follow along. <sighs> All right, we're at the end of this thing. Thank you guys for everything. I hope you enjoyed this. And I will be back. I'll be God, I'll be back soon. Over on the Patreon side for patrons only. Soon, I got to get back on track. I'm I'm, I'm going to try to do do that one tomorrow, and I'll try not to forget to post it. God, what is wrong with me, man? Anyway, thank you guys for everything. I'll see you over on Patreon in just a few short hours. Until then, you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I will see you. Bye. Mmm.